Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. What's up, sports fans? Welcome to today's episode of the Promenade Sports Report, where we talk about all the latest and greatest news from around the sports world. I'm your host, Vince Cohen, and today is March 8th. As always, we'll start you off with some NFL news. Last week, the Arizona Cardinals won out on the J.J. Watt sweepstakes, signing him to a two-year, $31 million contract. $23 million of those dollars are guaranteed. J.J. Watt is reunited with former teammate wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins as they look to finish what they started in Arizona. More player transaction news. The Vikings released two-time Pro Bowler Kyle Rudolph. He is now a free agent. And finally, the Steelers re-signed their quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, to one more season in Pittsburgh. Lots of news from the National Basketball Association last week, as the All-Star game was last night and the All-Star break complete. But we'll start you earlier in the week with weekly records. Not a full week of games, as Friday and Saturday were off, and last night was the All-Star game, but eight teams went undefeated, and eight teams did not win. The six 2-0 teams were Phoenix, Boston, Atlanta, Dallas, Brooklyn, and Philadelphia, with Denver and Portland both going 3-0. On the flip side, Golden State, Toronto, the Lakers, the Clippers, Utah, Orlando, and Houston were all 0-2, with Minnesota losing their only game last week. Speaking of the Hawks, Atlanta fired their head coach, Lloyd Pierce. Nate McMillan was named the interim head coach, and so far they are 2-0 under his leadership. In other news, the Houston Rockets announced that they're going to retire James Harden's number 13. This news was met with a lot of social media backlash from Rockets fans who feel a bit betrayed by Harden's requesting a trade. Honestly, I don't really understand this decision either, as it doesn't really make sense that they would retire Harden's number or at least that they would announce it this soon after his departure. Usually, players' numbers are not retired until at least after they have retired. I would be interested to see if they decide to retire the number before Harden retires, if he winds up back in Houston at any point, which I doubt, what would happen? If he would be allowed to wear the number, or if he would be forced to change because they retired his number in honor of him? Speaking of the Nets... The Pistons bought out Blake Griffin, he then signed with the Nets, so the Nets have added another former superstar to their payroll. And now on to the All-Star game. There was some pregame drama as Philadelphia's Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons were both exposed to a player who tested positive back in Philadelphia. They were both held from the game because of that. The game itself, Team LeBron beat Team KD, 170-150, to 150, 35 points from Giannis, he won the MVP, he went 16 for 16 from the field, the first time any player has ever finished with a 100% completion percentage with more than 10 shots in the All-Star game. The Pacers' Domantis Sabanis won the skills competition, the Warriors' Steph Curry won the three-point contest, and the Trailblazers' Afferny Simmons won the dunk contest. On to hockey, we'll get some news before we give you your weekly recap. Brent Seabrook announced that he is going to be forced to retire due to his current injury. It's a shame. The defenseman was a star on the Blackhawks team that won three Stanley Cups 
and played over a thousand games just with the Blackhawks. Early last week, Sidney Crosby was put on the COVID list. However, the COVID list only has four players as of right now, so the NHL is really dealing with COVID very well at this point. And it seems like this should be fairly permanent, and there probably won't be much noise about COVID shutting down games anymore. In other news, Tom Wilson was suspended seven games for his hit on Boston's Brandon Carlo. This is fairly normal for Tom Wilson. He has suspensions pretty much every year in his career. However, seven games out of a 56-game season is a big one. The Flames fired their head coach, Jeff Ward, and hired Daryl Sutter. Sutter has not coached in four years since he was fired by his last team, the Los Angeles Kings. He did win two Stanley Cups with the Kings in 2012 and 2014. The Flames are looking to spark a little bit of that magic up north. We'll see if it works out. I'm not so sure Daryl Sutter's style of play will hold up here in this new NHL that focuses on speed rather than grit. However, the Flames are giving it one last Hail Mary before deciding to probably blow things up if it doesn't work out. And some sad news here. Wayne Gretzky's father, Walter, died last week. And we'll give you a moment of silence for Walter. Thank you. Now on to the weekly game scores. There were three teams who were undefeated. All three of them went 4-0. It was the Islanders, Golden Knights, and Carolina Hurricanes. There were two teams that did not receive a point last week. Detroit and Buffalo. Detroit 0-2. Buffalo 0-4 as their losing streak continues and their franchise continues to go down this hole and this path with more and more drama. Expect some big moves from them coming soon as reportedly Jack Eichel might be on the block and they're listening to offers on everyone. And now for our weekly power rankings based off of our promenade power index formula. We'll read it out for you 1 through 31 and here we go. Tampa Bay, Carolina, Vegas, Pittsburgh, Washington, Boston, Toronto, New York Islanders, Colorado, Florida, Los Angeles, Chicago, Minnesota, Winnipeg, Edmonton, St. Louis, Arizona, New York Rangers, Philadelphia, Montreal, Vancouver, CBJ, Ottawa, San Jose, Anaheim, Calgary, Nashville, Dallas, Detroit, New Jersey, and rounding it out in last, of course, is Buffalo. According to the Power Index, your teams to watch out for this week are the Pittsburgh Penguins, Los Angeles Kings, and Vancouver Canucks. And your teams to expect to continue their falls are Philadelphia and Montreal. We'll see if any of these teams can prove us wrong or prove us right over the next week. And stay tuned as in the future, when our website is finally up, we will be posting weekly articles including explanations of the Power Index and an in-depth explanation of how the Power Index is calculated itself. That's it for three sports. Now on to last but not least, Major League Baseball. Not too much news over the last week as spring training continued and has been going very well. Fans in the stands, no big COVID concerns really. So far there haven't been very many incidents. But we'll start you off with some free agency news. Jake Odorizzi has signed with the Houston Astros. It's a good pickup for Houston after they found out that they'll lose Framber Valdez for the majority of the season, if not the full season, as he broke his finger 
during his first outing in spring training, Houston needed some pitching, and they got it in Odorizzi. The next two points here are both MLB points. The first one, MLB is going to allow in-game video review by teams after not allowing it last season due to the Astros cheating scandal. This is an interesting decision by the league. I support it. I believe all the players support it because they generally simply go back and check on their previous at-bats using the video to get better in-game and improve long-term as well. And finally, our last piece of news comes from the MLB again. They have announced that they're going to hold Lou Gehrig Day on June 2nd every year to build awareness for Lou Gehrig's disease, or ALS. That's right, the same disease that the Ice Bucket Challenge was about a few years back. It's a touching move by the MLB, great move, and I expect it to be a massive success. Anyways, that's all for today, folks. I've been your host, Vince Cohen. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week for more of the best news in sports. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com.